fun. Oh, are we going to do a podcast? Like a little podcast? We need to do a little podcast. Okay. <clears throat> what are we talking about? Dis- Disneyland, Star Wars, <laughs> and all the other things Disney Company owns that we love. There's no reason to podcast when it's this hot We should have gotten Slurpees today. We it's a perfect day to get Slurpees. They don't make them big enough. They need a sit-in Slurpee. They need the <sighs> small, medium, large, big gulp, super big gulp, sit-in big gulp. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland. In Anaheim, the happiest Pacanti on earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about non-Californians are welcome back to the happiest place on earth. But new polls suggest that Disney parks are too expensive. Will George Lucas be returning to a galaxy far, far away? Oscar Isaac joins the MCU and Eternals gets a trailer, Jungle Cruise is reopening, and in our main segment, we reboot Critter Country in a new edition of Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, as always, my brother on the mic, the swinging Teddy Barra of podcasting. Yes! It's finally yeah. yeah, Teddy Barra. Yeah, you're just up there on that swing. Yeah. Just flirting with all the guys below. Yeah. I love it. That's our third uh, third intro That's from right. the Country Bears this episode. That's right. Maybe you got to hear some of the other ones. Maybe you didn't. I really didn't know. I uh, don't know. But it is episode 62. It is it's episode It's going to be 62. fun. We're going to talk about Teddy Bear later uh, yeah. when we get to our country, uh, Critter Country segment at the end, which is going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. We're going to visually describe in excruciating detail the layout of Critter Country, which is oh, not, can't hard, wait. not hard to get a hold of. No. So it should be fine for all you people listening to this, which You'll be is able all to of 100% of you are listening to this. Here's the deal. If you're listening to this, congratulations for listening to it. <laughs> yep. And second you did of it all, the right way. when we get to Critter Country, just pull up a map of Critter Country. Yeah, and unless you're you go driving. Like, oh, I get it. Then listen listen to me in, in excruciating painstaking detail. detail describe to you uh, Critter Country, which will be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. Before that, yes, how was your week? Really, uh, really hot. It's, yeah. it's hot here in California. Uh, the the weather's been toying around with us all year, and it finally was just like it's, eh. like, a, it's like a cat with a rat. Just like it's captured it, and then yeah. it just bats it back and yeah. forth, just for its own sadistic pleasure. While the rat is just trying to get cool. It's been fun. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I have been doing some DIY stuff, which we talked about in the Patreon segment. That's right. Uh, check out the Patreon if you want to hear that. You're story. like a mad scientist. It's like a mad scientist. And one of the things that I had, one of the things I had to do is I had to join two big foam blocks together. Yes. Uh, and foam is a very uh, sort of unstable substance. If any kind of different chemicals touch it, the whole thing just implodes uh, right away. If you hit a foam styrofoam with an aerosol can, it literally just it melts dissipates. In a second. Right. Yeah. yeah. It melts. So you have to be careful with it. So I was using a. a certain chemical compound that joins foam together and then expands and i always wear a hat uh are you creating flubber in your garage what's happening here i'm trying to okay uh so i I put these two things together and i always wear a hat and this one day this one day which is what i know yesterday i was not wearing a hat Uh and uh, the stuff starts to expand and grow whenever i leaned over to look at it and my hair fell into the foam and then it started expanding up my hair and i was like this is growing quickly i have to make a decision here and the decision i made was to cut my hair off (laughs) So I grabbed scissors, I ran upstairs, and and cut cut a significant part of my hair off. Yeah. What's up? How's it going? Why are you 
you looking at me that way? Like, it happened. You have... and m- many other three and four year olds. <laughs> exactly. I uh, have had a similar experience. I was like, it didn't say not to put it in your hair. It didn't say not to put w- it in your hair. Were you afraid that it would like expand and take over your body? No, and, I was like... afraid it was going to take over much more of my head. I was going to have to shave my head. That was literally the thought is this is this is a head shaving this is a head shaving scenario. I'm confused. Okay. Why couldn't you just wash this foam out of oh, your hair? Oh, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's Because there was an adhesive that yeah, oh, also? It's, yeah, it's gummy and sticky yeah. and it, it starts to, yeah, you cannot get it out. Like, in, like, are you thinking that at some point it just becomes, like, do you remember those Duracell commercials of like the Copper Top family where they just sort of had like plastic, exactly. plastic That's exactly heads, what would happen. You're, you're joking, but that's what would happen. In fact, this, the chemical is so strong uh, that I carry, uh, there's a dissolvent for it next to it. That's the only way to get it get it off if what? it comes in contact with you. What are you doing? What are you I'm doing in your garage? Building Disneyland in my garage. Yeah, I built shelves in my garage. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm building Disneyland in my garage. You're like, if I could just put this in my fuel tank, my car can fly. <laughs> I might go back in time. It was a scary moment. It was expanding. It is not something that you should touch with so your hands. So you've cut your hair off. Yep. You have yeah. a patch of hair missing. Yes. Did you bother getting a haircut? No. Why not? It seems cool. It seems cool to me. <laughs> we have very different hair appreciation, very different hair. Like, for you, that's your worst day. It for, is probably my worst for day. For me, I have, like, a patch of hair missing, and I'm like, this is cool. I like this. This, this, is, this is the time I blew up my garage. <laughs> yeah, almost. On uh, a science yeah. project I was working on. Exactly. I was making a volcano. That is very exciting. What about you? How did your week go? Uh, your does hair, not con- doesn't compare to yours. <laughs> your hair is all intact. Yes. Uh, looking Okay. Not the it's best not looking I've seen the best. It. In it's not 62 the best. episodes, it's not the best. Look, everybody has, it does everybody do has this beautiful uh, California wave thing just naturally, it yeah. seems like. Why Beachy does it wave. do that? Yeah, why know. does it do that? I don't know. It's just the way it is. <laughs> I can't help it. You're going through like the conveyor belt when God made people, and he was just like straight, straight, curly, beachy, wavy. California. California. Yeah, that's pretty much what it that's is. That's what happened? All right. Uh, I, my week has been good. My kids, I mentioned this to you off the podcast, mm. my kids introduced me to Gravity Falls recently. Yeah, how exciting. And so I'm going through it with them. I mean, I, I, Can I, I ask was why aware. you are not, why is it just now that you're I, getting into it? I think, um, well, one, because it aired on the, when it released, my kids were too young to okay. experience it. Right. So the first time it came out, I think it was like 2012, 2013, yeah, something XD. like that. Uh, and so my kids were too young to experience it. Yeah. So then I sort of tucked in the back of my mind of, and and it seemed too kitty for me oh, okay. at the time. Like I, I wasn't going to watch it by myself. But did you tuck away something like that Mystery Shack looks dope? I, I'll probably yeah. check this out at some point. Right. At some point, I think it's probably worth recommending because in my mind, I was like, it's like an animated X-Files. It's like, it's like a goofy X-Files right. is the way I sort of uh, reconciled it in my mind. So when they were old enough, I suggested that they watch Gravity Falls and they did and they fell in love with it. Yeah. They've watched it the two seasons a couple of times now. And now they've asked me to watch it. Like, can we show it to you? So I've sat down and I've, I'm halfway through or three quarters of the way through the first season. And the episode I watched last night is an episode that had me like rolling the entire yeah. time. Now, for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with Gravity Falls, again, I would say it's like an X-Files, Twilight Zone-ish type of story about two twins, 12-year-old twins who live with their great uncle Stan in a place called Gravity Falls, Oregon. Yep. And a lot of weird things happen 
in Gravity Falls. Oregon. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. We shot, uh, my friend Jason and I shot a documentary on roadside attractions a couple years ago. And so we went to some of the places uh, up in the Pacific Northwest kind of, and every spot we went to, we would get the like, oh yeah, uh, the, the Gravity Falls people were here doing research. And they were, oh, they is were, that right? Yeah. They were a lot nicer yeah. than you were. Then we'd go to the next spot and they'd be like, oh yeah, the Gravity Falls people were, they, they came through here and they, they had a lot, a lot more equipment than, than you yeah. than you had. <laughs> you know? They're a lot more professional. Too. Yeah. They were a lot more professional. Everywhere we went, we would hear that uh, the guy from This American Life. Ira Glass. Ira Glass had yep. already been there. Yeah. And the Gravity Falls team had already been there. And then yeah. the Gravity Falls team had, you know, left. So you were things. playing, cl- you were a bat and cleanup. That's what you said. I was totally bat and cleanup. Yeah. But it was really fun. And a lot of those things that you see in Gravity Falls are inspired by some California roadside attractions. Sure. Things like the Mystery Spot and Confusion Hill yes. and the Trees of Mystery and stuff like that. Girl, why you acting so cray cray? It's really good. Yeah, cool. That's what I did this week. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That's a good solid week. That's a good solid week. What do you say we yodel in that news? Is we got a for, lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of items. They're not all 100% deep. But no. There's a, and this is the problem I've been having with the news uh, cycle is I've noticed there's a tendency that Disney will release one bit of information. Yes. Like a sentence. Like and that's the story. Yeah. Hey, this thing is opening on this date. And so then the, a new story will come out about it. Hey, this thing's opening on that date. And now let me give you the history of that thing. First open, yes. you're like, whoa, this is not news anymore. Now this is like a Wikipedia entry. With It's just weird how the news is very shallow, but with lots of filler in it right now. Yeah, it's like we have to write 500 words yeah. on this. So let's talk about this thing. Yeah. That is the new story. Really, they have they have new sugar at the churro carts. That's it. They don't. But and then they would talk about the and history like, of churros. Churros and is stuff. like yeah. the first came it's here, and yeah. So we have a lot of that. There's some really interesting stuff in there, though. Well, why don't you say we get to it? All right, let's, let's yodel, yodel it up. Standing tall, yodel, That's all you're getting. Okay. Rise and fall, It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Oh, I'm so glad that that happened. I can't I cannot do it. I appreciate it. I People cannot like, do it. Yeah, we have a backup, a backup career for for you. Yodeling the '90s with Scott Storm. That'd be my, that's my album, Yodel yeah. in the 90s. Yep. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about some news. There's a lot there. Here we go. Okay, what do you got? Starting June 15th. Here's the news story. Yep. Okay, again, we're going to whip through these things pretty quickly. All right, let's do it. Starting June 15th, yeah. Disneyland Resort is welcoming non-Californians back to the resort. Arizonians, if you will. Arizonians, Oregonians, if you Oregonians. will. Oregonians. New Mexicans. Nuvadians. Oregonians. Did you say Oregonians already? No, I did not. Washington. Washingtonians. Washingtonians. Idahoans. Idahoans. Montanians. Kansas. Kansas it? Kansas yeah, It's Kansas. Kansas? Yeah. Lots of states. All, yeah. So what's a. Coloradans. Yep. So what's the big deal about that? Just opening it up. People. People. Yeah, people coming to Disneyland on June 15th. June 15th is also the magic date in California where there are no more capacity restrictions. Yep. No more social distancing requirements. Yeah. And so come one, come all. Come one, come all to Disneyland. That's the news story of that. I just think of our friend Miriam Kinley from the Chiro Fund. Yeah. She's a Phoenixin. Yep, that's true. Phoenician? She's a Phoenician, yep. She's a Phoenician. She helped invent the alphabet, and we mm-hmm. thank her for that. Of course. She's going to be able to come visit It's a uh, very Disneyland. helpful invention. It's incredibly helpful. Yeah. If you can read this, thank the Phoenicians. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's in Epcot. I can't remember for sure. Right on. It's definitely in Vegas. Sure it is. Sure. So, so yes. she'll be able to go? She'll be able to go along with other people who are not from California. Yeah, right on. Right now, 
only Californians are attending. Supposed to be going, yeah. But I believe nobody is checking IDs, right? We certainly didn't run into anything yeah. like that through the reservation process, ticket buying process, the uh, scanning for temperature process, the luggage check process. The uh, No one cared. It, it didn't really seem that that was on the top of people's agenda. I have this sinking suspicion, despite what I said last week, where I said, like, you know, are they going to be asking for vaccine cards? And then how do you let people yeah. in? Uh, how do you make sure that people are wearing masks? There's there, just the sense that I get based on conversations I've had out in the world over the past week, is that it's going to be this thing where the state is going to go, hey, listen, you don't have to wear masks if you are vaccinated. And then people are going to go, are you vaccinated? And people are going to say, "Uh uh-huh. And I go, okay, great. And nobody's checking anything. Like, it's just sort of like, we're we're not going to double check anything. We're not going to worry about it. Uh, Universal Orlando, uh, this past week, announced that they are not requiring masks indoor or outdoor. Yeah. If you are vaccinated and they are just merely asking, are you vaccinated? They're not checking cards or anything like that. And they're just letting people in. I think that's probably the way things are going to go. Is there any more to that news story? That is the news story. Just the June 15th. If you live out of state, come on, come on in. We're saying, we're telling you that not all of our listeners are California based. A lot of them, in fact, are outside of California. Yeah. Hotel rates are about to go up. Come join. Yeah. Come join the fun. There was a sweet spot there when we were cleared for travel in California, but before June 15th, where the travel industry was still sort of on pause, but we weren't on lockdown anymore, Yes, where hotels and hotel room rates that we would not normally choose to afford had just like hit the bottom of their thing. So you can stay for 119 bucks. I'm like, really? Yeah, we're doing that then. Can I just pre-book for the whole year? Yeah, exactly. Can I just get a punch card? Yeah, can I get exactly? I like buy ten nights right now, and now that's I think that's about to change, which is going to be difficult for when I go on tour with my Nerf gun, my Nerf blaster. Your nerf, your nerf tour? Yeah, when I go play competitive around the nation, I'm going to be spending a lot of money oh, on Oh, man, we're going to go to... I told you about Ragnar October. Yeah, we're going to that. Uh, we're going to go... There's one in nerf Georgia, Con, too. Nerf and there's one in Texas. Nerf Coachella. D- there was one in Texas where they rented out the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys Stadium yeah. and had a nerf competition there. Right on. Yeah, it's going to be great. Quick, do two festival names, but with nerf in the title. Uh, Nerf-a-palooza. Yeah, okay. Foma-palooza. Foamapalooza. I'm I'm trying to wind up a good one. Okay, good. Not like Nerf stock or anything like that. Wood foam, Nerf stock. I'm trying to do a riff on Lilith Fair. Yeah, that was the name of the one. Yeah, Lilith foam. Lilith foam. That's it. You've <laughs> done you it. Go. All right. There we go. Uh, so even though you're going to be touring the country yeah. uh, with Nerf blasters in hand, my foam arsenal. So despite the fact that you are going to be touring the country mm-hmm. with Nerf blasters in hand, there are yep. a lot of people that are choosing to not tour and specifically not attend a Disney theme park. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you, Aaron. Please, I'm glad tell you asked me. Why. Uh, apparently, there was a, I, there's a website called Insider. I don't know. Do you, yeah. Are you aware of that? I'm, that fr- I'm familiar. Insider did an insider poll uh, talking about whether or not people are planning on a Disney theme park attraction. I'm familiar with Insider, Insider with a Z, and then Insider with a C, that the Apple, the Apple Juice podcast uh, news site. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, insider. <laughs> insider, yeah. Well, that's good. I like that. Thank you. Um, the uh, the survey indicated that even though COVID nineteen concerns are high, yeah, more people feel that Disney vacations are too expensive. Yep, and that's the reason why they will not be attending Disney parks. Yeah. Again, is this news? 
I don't know. I mean, the but, only news item there is that it it, uh, it flips the narrative, and the narrative would be like, people aren't going to go to Disneyland. They're very scared of getting COVID, and it flips it to people are sort of concerned about getting COVID, but exactly. they're also really concerned about the pricing. Right. Uh, the the survey participants were asked, would you visit a Disney theme park this year? Uh, 26% said probably would not. And then as for the reasons for not visiting, more than 50% of the respondents said they, they felt Disney vacations are too expensive in general to warrant a trip. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like there's an unsaid for what you get on the end of those types of questions. Or sure. Even if, you, right. even if you tell people to not think that, just we're just asking you, are you planning on going to Disney? No. Okay. What are the factors? Is it money? They're saying in the back of their heads for what you get or given the circumstance right. or whatever, given the last time I went there. No, I'm not because the last time I paid $3,500 and I there were a lot of people. Yes. I can pay $3,500 fly to anywhere in Alaska and be alone for the entire time. Yeah, right. And so right. I, I wonder if that's just backing some of those answers where where they're really it really is COVID. It really is a for what you get. For what you get right now, it's yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy experience. It's not the most relaxing thing in the whole world. And even even taking all COVID stuff aside, it's still a very expensive vacation for sure. a family. I mean, I I went and took a look at buying tickets to Disneyland for two days. Yeah, and just admission with a park hopper. Turned out to be close to like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that sounds me. about right. Like that is like a three lot times five or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, to spend for two days somewhere. You know what's nuts too is I think uh, like it would not be unreasonable to get this response from somebody now if I said like, hey, do you like Disneyland? Are you going to Disneyland? That somebody might say, and it's been said to me like, no, because I don't know how to. Whereas like mm. in the eighties, like that would have been never like. What do you mean? You go, you pay, you go in, and you do yeah, stuff. You just go, like, yeah, yeah. Just, but now I don't. I don't know how to do like the breakfast and the rope drop and the early thing. And then I got to go to the thing with the yeah. reservation. And I got to go, and then I got to go in this order. And there's a parade, and we got to sit there early. And I guess there's this other thing, and I have to get there, and then I make a reservation. But if I buy this group thing, I can get in. And it's like people could legitimately say, "No, I'm not going," because I don't know. I don't know yeah, how to. Yeah, because it just seems way too confusing. I don't have fifteen. I don't have time every night to read websites to figure out how to have that vacation. Right. right. I just think that's 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 another thing in relation to the price is that Disney vacations are somewhat, they're becoming a full contact competitive sport, not unlike Nerf, but which, safe which, and fun. Which now you are very well prepared for yeah. because you have been going to Disneyland for a very long time. Let me ask you this real quick. Yeah, please do. News, news, news question. News question. You've not been on Rise of the Resistance. Nope. And so you're, and we were both very careful. Very careful. About that. Thank, I have thank noti- you. Thank you, by the way, well, for, for being what? very careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've uh, I've noticed in my now just sort of reading of anything that says Rise of the Resistance, reading that, that they put spoiler-ish images in there. Are you, are you, have you seen anything that has caused you concern? Or maybe you don't even read that you don't know what part of the ride that is. You don't really know what you're looking at. But it kind of bummed me out. I, lo- I read a news story this morning and then thought of you, and I was like, oh, I really hope Scott did not... So this news article. Um, I have seen, so I've, I, I try to skip through those things immediately. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is really challenging because like everybody is taking a picture of inside the hangar where yeah. all the stormtroopers are. But again, that was sort of like an image that was released. Right. It was like a press image that was released ahead of time. So I don't really fault anybody for posting that type yeah. of image. I have Do seen. Do you know when that comes or no, what that is? I have no idea what that uh, is. I mean, I, I, I again, I, I have an understanding based on something you I. You think that's part of the ride though? Not just a publicity photo or something like that. Yeah, it's it's part of yeah. I mean, I think it's part of the Q experience. It's not even Q experience. I I know beats of the ride because okay. I've overheard before it was opened. I heard like 
you're supposed to go on a mission and then you get pulled into a tractor beam and then yeah. you have to escape the Star Destroyer. Like, that's all I know. I didn't know that. that I mean, I, I was so sanitized. I didn't know that particular photo was out that much. I had not seen Wait, that Which photo, photo was the, that? Of the storm, that the storm stormtrooper okay, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not know that. So That is like a regular thing on Instagram okay. of like people in front of the stormtroopers. And so, again, I... I it's usually a posed selfie. Sure, of course. So I'm assuming it is a standing or moving type of part of the ride. I don't know how that works. Right on. Uh, I, yeah. Good. I just want to ask you that question. Stay clean. Stay, stay I'm off. trying stay, to. Yeah. I'm trying to stay clean. Right on. It's very difficult on social media. I would imagine so, especially when you run a, a Disneyland podcast and have to read the news yeah. and follow a bunch of people. Yeah. You have to kind of like do Instagram, like with your fingers in front of your eyes, like it is a like quick scroll. It. Yeah. It's like very quick is scrolling. It safe? Is it safe? Okay, I can go Basically, back and Basically, if I now. see something that looks like a Death Star hallway, it's like yeah, quick, quick good, scroll. Good. Yeah. Quick scroll. Uh, speaking of Death Star hallways. Yeah, please. There is someone who may be roaming those hallways very soon. Who would that be? According to rumor and speculation. Yeah. And that is the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas. Oh, yeah. There is a rumor out there. This is just a rumor. Just yeah, a rumor. I read it. But it's getting a little traction that Lucas may be returning to the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. And this is based off of a writing credit that he apparently has for the Cassian Andor TV series. Interesting. So they're saying he's more about, did he have anything to do with the Mandalorian? Consultant? Any? Uh, any Visitor. Okay. He was a visitor to Mandalorian. There's uh, there's press photos. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a photo of him holding uh, the child, Baby yeah. Yoda. And then there's, I'm actually looking at a photo right now of... Uh, Lucas and Dave Filoni and John Favreau all sitting together behind uh, like a director. What is all this, sitting in director's chairs. If this news is true, does that do anything? Just we'll go through real quick. Does that do anything for you? Do you feel like, I mean, I have a different story. I have a different narrative for, for Mr. Lucas in my head that I would like to see. And I think that, uh, I think that that narrative that I've held in my head for a little while, I could see it coming true with Star Wars, but it feels weird if it were to come through. I'm curious to hear it, what that is. That, well, I mean, the, the story right now, the story yeah. is that he has this writing credit on Andor, and there's a rumor that he may be bankrolling an upcoming Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. So maybe he's taking a producer role or a writing role or something like that. Again, this is the rumor. It, none, none of this is confirmed. Uh, but to your question, like, do I think that that, how does, how does that make me feel? I'm curious to know what you think first. Yeah. My, my thought is I had always heard that he was working on a new IP privately and had shown it to people. And my hope for him, which I think I've said on this podcast is that that would come out, uh, and, and we would get this new star Wars thing. That's not star that's Wars, not star Wars that, that right. came from him. Yeah. Now I see that for whatever reason, how you feel about this, I, listening to this, I don't know how you feel about star Wars, but if you were of the type where you thought, yeah, the, the you know, the last three were not that great. They're, they kind of threw some things at us I wasn't yeah. ready for. You you might be able to then say that Star Wars is is set up for a a new trilogy from the old master that we're like, oh, he's still he deals it is his story. Yeah, it's it is the Force Awakens of life. Of life, right? Yeah, exactly. It's art <laughs> yeah, imitating exactly. life, imitating yeah. art, yeah. imitating life. Lucasler walks into Skywalker Ranch and he goes, Chewie. Yeah. We're home. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, I like that. I like that. I always, I, I in my mind, I always imagine that would happen with a new IP where people go like, wow, he's he still can tell those stories yeah. in a way yeah. only he can. To have that happen with Star Wars would be kind of awesome. I never felt that Lucas gave up the Star Wars trilogy too early or yeah. that it, like or he, that he was past his prime. He should have given it up. Yeah. Uh, so to hear that he may be returning is is fine with me. The new tri- Listen, uh, again, I don't know how listeners feel about the new trilogy I don't even know necessarily how you feel about the new trilogy because we've never really had in-depth conversations right. about them. I, for the most part, enjoyed the new trilogy. 
Uh, and, and I've, I think I've said to you before, as far as rise of Skywalker goes, like, I think I was amazed that whatever JJ Abrams pulled off that he was able to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, and so, but there de- definitely seems to be a distinct end. Is there an opportunity for Ju- for Lucas to come back with a new story idea that takes place in the Star Wars universe? Of course. Why wouldn't there be? I would love it. And I think that'd be really interesting to see, you know, if, if you say, okay, George, you're not doing, you're not dealing with Skywalkers. You're just dealing in the Star Wars universe. What is your story to tell? I would love to see what that is. I would is. love to see it. I want to see it, uh, shot on a planet we haven't seen. Yep. On film. All practical effects. I know that's nuts. I don't care. It does sound nuts, but <laughs> but I think it's very possible. It is nuts. But I one last time, I want to see a movie made without mostly practical. Yeah. Stop motion. George Lucas. New planet. New heroes. I think they sell a lot of tickets for that. Oh yeah. I, think, I mean, I think I we're aware what you can do with special effects. We're aware you can do everything. W- look, we know. We got it. We know. Let's go back to go making back it to real. making puppets. Yeah, please. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now I want this to happen. Right on. I know. All right. Good news segment. Not oh. confirmed, verified, or likely. Yes, yeah, so it's sort of like See a Scott for rumor, rumor segment. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Eternals trailer, uh, which was released, I think, before our last episode. It was, yeah. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Right. Most, Did you watch it? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I'm not jazzed about the Eternals. Should I be? Don't you, ask this guy. You didn't watch it? I watched it, yeah. and I went like... Maybe we're done with Marvel movies for a little while. Yeah. Maybe that's okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. collectively as a society we can say like, "Hey, Endgame was really great." Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Why don't we take a break for a little while? <laughs> exactly. Because that trailer did nothing for me. Oh, wow. Absolutely nothing. Interesting. Yeah, you should watch it and I will. Take a look. Yeah. Let's keep moving through this news. Let's do it. Speaking of Marvel, right? Uh, did you see that Oscar Isaac? I did. Poe Dameron uh-huh. is going to be playing Moon Knight in yeah. the Moon Knight Marvel series. Yeah, I did. I did. I see. I like. I like the way he looks in all of his press photos. Yeah. He's, right. Did you notice that he's got a he's got a distinct look? I in just his, wish I could be Oscar Isaac. Right. Yeah. I love it's him. one of the things I look at his press photos and I go, he has a, a different way of holding his character in those press photos. It yes. seems. Uh, I don't want to say real, but like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just different. It doesn't have that like polished, sharp look. Right. When he is a polished and sharp looking guy, it has this sort of. Messy almost. Yeah. Like he's in the environment he's in. Yeah. And I just noticed that. Just a weird thing to say, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and he's in, um, so, I don't know. I, I read the thing, but it sounded like the, the news story I read was he's in this thing that somebody doesn't know. And it's kind of like Batman. Yes. And, and <laughs> but it's I'm, not at all. Yeah. Everybody's kind of like, weird. What is Moon Knight? Who is Moon Knight? I mean, I think that's the general, most people, that's the general refrain. And then the answer is like, well, he's sort of like Batman, but he dresses in white. He's doing the bidding of like, the sun god or the, the god of something? So the, the person, god or something? The person that know. we really need to talk to about this is our friend Brian Crosby. Yes. Uh, director of creative uh, uh, themed entertainment at Marvel. Moon Knight is his favorite character. I like the fact that they are doing a Moon Knight series. I love that Oscar Isaac is playing this guy. Yeah. I do not know what to expect beyond that. I'm very happy for Brian Crosby. Yeah. Me too. This is a Star Wars meets Marvel meets Disney. Meets bobsleds. What's the next news story? Oh, we are just getting rocketed through this news segment. Yeah, good. Uh, Jungle Cruise. Yep. Is down right now at Disneyland. It is. There's big wood panels. Very hard to see through. Uh, in the queue, there's one spot where if you tilt your head and the just sun right. is just right, yep. you can see you can see the empty track and all that kind of stuff. And we stood really? there for a while trying to, trying just to get trying a view to of that. it all? Yeah. And I was it like, is still operating in Walt Disney World, despite the refurbishments. Yeah. Did you know this? I did not know that. I thought it was going down and opening later this summer or something. No, it is being worked on while it's still uh, operating. They're making construction worker jokes? 
I would have loved no, that. No, that's super smart, though, Disney. It would be great. Yeah. It would be great. No, no, no. I believe they're doing work on it in the evening. Uh-huh. And so it sort of gets moved forward each evening. Yeah. Uh, and then cleaned up before the next day. At Disneyland, though, uh, Disney Parks blog put out that July 16th, uh, cru- uh, Cruise, Tom Cruise. Yep. The Tom, Cru- Cruzilla the Tom Cruise experience at Disneyland <laughs> will be opening July 16th. It's awesome. You get a wig, uh, the um, wig, the glass. Uh, you the, ride a the, motorcycle without a helmet. Yeah, that's all included for free. There's a $65 upcharge yes. uh, if you want to jump up and down on a couch. Right. Okay. Or wrestle a woman to the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's extra. Yeah. yeah. But if you just want the hair, the the risky business glasses or whatever, yep. or the Top Gun glasses and a motorcycle ride. That's, That's what you get. That comes with the mission. Yep. Virtual queue. Uh, get in early, guys. There's one opening for the Tom Cruise experience. Tom Cruise experience at, at Disneyland. Disneyland. Uh, if you can't get into the virtual queue for the Tom Cruise experience, <laughs> okay. you can get into the Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. On what day would Ju- I be able to do that? July 16th. And it's going to be all done. Refurb. It's going to be all done. I didn't read too much about any new effects. We all know that they were changing show scenes, show scenes. To, be, to be more inclusive and sensitive and all that stuff, which is fine. They have but I cre- want to read about some new effects. Uh, I don't know about the new effects. I can tell you about the new gift shop that is opening at yeah. the end of the uh, at, at the end of the ride, which is the Trader Sam's gift shop. Yeah, uh, which is the Jungle Cruise Lost and Found. Like oh, that's a, that's the shack where the the Lost and Found is, and Trader Sam just turned it into a gift shop, which I think is a a very clever and very Jungle Cruise like yeah. uh, storytelling device. Very excited to ride it. Very excited. I don't know if I can live knowing that people have been on a Jungle Cruise that I haven't been on. It's like my favorite thing ever. I'm going to have to journey down just to go on You're going to go on July 16th? Maybe. There is one last news item that I want to talk about just because I think it will spur an interesting conversation. Yay. Uh, This is Florida news. (laughs) Okay. Walt Disney World. Sorry. Walt Disney World. That was was an accident, Scott. I'm sorry. Stick with me for a moment. Okay. Walt Disney World announced the Boo Bash that is going to be coming back to Walt Disney World, uh, which is not Mickey's Not So Scary uh, Halloween party. What are some differences? Uh, There will be no parades. There Mm -hmm. will be a substitute with Disney cavalcades, which are like mini parades. Yeah. There will be, I don't believe there are any fireworks. The big thing is that this is only a three hour event, whereas it used to be, I believe, a six or seven hour event. Wow, uh, it doesn't and sound that different from Disneyland's not not so haunt. I mean, I don't think there were parades at, at Mickey's Not So Scary at Disneyland. I don't, I don't think there well, were fireworks. They didn't do a, um, a Halloween parade at uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. Not yeah, or not the that I remember. Boogie Bash. Uh, not that I, I mean, maybe they did, and I didn't see it. I've been to it twice, and uh, you know, it was just you know singing performances, character meet and greets. Okay, huge lines for those things. Huge and then lines, the, and then the candy turnstiles. So now here's the deal. Three-hour experience, mm-hmm. okay? Get to see villains, right? Yeah. Villain cavalcades. Heck, yeah. Everything's decorated Cadaver for- Cadaver dance. Cadaver dance are there. Uh, there's, uh, you know, special character signings. It's fun stuff for the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. All of this will be taking place beginning August 10th- Okay. Through October 31st. Prices begin at $129. Wow, for just the add-on? And go up to $199. Plus single-day admission. Is that right? No, you can buy just the and hard just ticket. Go in, you can just go, go just for the it. just for the event. Do you feel like I don't from nine? I don't feel. I guess nine to do midnight. That. Yeah, I mean that's that's dope because that's a long time. I really I really like that. It does make sense for. Uh, I like that op. That's good. That's not bad at all. A three hour event for two hundred dollars. Oh, I, I thought we were back at the seven hour event. No, 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 no. This is three hours from nine to midnight 
for anywhere from $129, which is going to be the child price, right. to $199, which would be like going on. This ho- is only Halloween. going in Florida because that's, 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 a, that's a single that's a single day park hopper. That's close to. That's the range of a single day park Correct. hopper for Disneyland and DCA uh, for three hours at night when the sun's down. I like that. Yep. And reduce capacity. I like that. It's very short. Um, let's let's call let's split the difference. Let's call it $160. Yeah. For this event. That seems incredibly expensive. That seems incredibly expensive. For that that amount of hours. I, I just wonder if in, if they were to do this in Disneyland, that's targeted at locals. Certainly the vacationer doesn't give up the the vacationer doesn't give up the big part of the day and not go to Disneyland. Generally so have, not, right? So you have to buy a single when we've done it, we've always bought a bought a a single day ticket along mission with this. plus the add-on. Now, I mean, unless you were to, if you were to be strategic about it, you could do your multi-day uh, park stay, and you have your hotel day, your right? swim day, your swim day, your waffle day, your waffle day, your waffle and swim day, yeah. and then you go to the park at night for this event. Yeah. But however, again, you have paid a full day's admission to yeah, go the to the park for three just hours. Not there for three hours, the value is just not there at that cost. Even if it was like fun, we're gonna go swim. We're gonna go. We're gonna go do some other things. Yeah. See some other two things. Then at night, we're gonna come back and have a cool evening in the park, doing some candy and stuff like that. It's one hundred twenty-nine dollars, one hundred sixty dollars. A lot of yeah, money. That, that is. I brought this up just because I'm it, feeling like the price of that is seventy-nine dollars. Yes, I uh, I agree. And this was the, this was the price point when it was like a seven hour event, right. right? So it's like they kept the same price points, but they've substantially shrunk down the time, right? Uh, and I agree. I think a seventy nine dollar event for three hours seems about right. Um, I, I brought this to talk about just because if Disney World is doing this, can we see these types of prices in Disneyland? I think very likely. Absolutely, we can. yeah. And again, this just seems like shockingly expensive for what you get. It does not seem like going back to our conversation about. I think it's more likely at Disneyland because of the local population that doesn't right. access the park on a on a daily full day thing where they'll buy a special event ticket just to show up to, to yeah, do something. Yeah, because they can show new. up in the evening yeah. to do something. Right. It's very accessible by that whole the whole Los Angeles community. This makes me again. Disneyland is a very expensive place to go visit, uh, and. Now, with this type of hard ticket event for the amount of time that you get to spend in the park, yeah, it just seems like are are people getting priced out of Disney? I mean, yeah. are are middle class families segment, getting getting priced out? Feels like the chili and sea bass segment from Jurassic Park, where the lawyer's like, well, "We'll have a coupon day." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does sort of feel that way, right? Yeah, just this new segment. We'll At get it right. Some point. We can charge whatever. <laughs> we can charge whatever. Yeah. And, they, and, they'll, and they'll be willing to pay it. Yeah. I do feel like that's the conversation that takes place yeah. right now. Do you know how many people want to go to a Disney park? All Everyone. Of all, all of them all do. All of them. All of them do. Yeah. We can charge whatever we want. Yeah. The challenge, I believe, is that uh, we don't have John Hammond running the park. Yeah. We have Bob Chapek running the park. Doing great. Who? Pot Rock. And Pot Rock. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Chapek, you know. He's a consumer products guy. Tell me this. Yeah. Every, <laughs> tell me this. $60, I don't know the, $60 web slingers add on. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, again. yeah. 65, excuse me, 65. 65. I don't know if this makes some podcast, but, but I want to get, yeah, go. Quick clarification sure. on that web slingers thing, by the oh, way. Yeah. I did a little bit more oh, digging. Are you doing a red of hand gestures? A red of hand gestures. There they are. Clarification hand gestures. Oh, okay. Which, uh, it looks like you're giving a massage to a block of cheese. That's right. Mm hmm. $65 is what we said. Yeah. It's actually a like $35 base set. Okay. And then a $30 add-on set. What does that mean? I think what it means is you buy the base bracelet 
And then if you want Iron Man or Spider-Man, it slides on top of this thing. Can I just run naked with I the base set? I do not think you can run naked with the base set. <laughs> so any way you slice it, it is a $65 purchase. If at some point mm, you want yeah. to take off the Spider-Man and put on the Iron Man, maybe that's the I distinction. Gotcha. So you can get it's, both for 90 ish exactly. versus- look, look, what it, look how affordable that is. Yeah. It's like ninety. It's like ninety five dollars. I don't want any of them. I just want my kid. I got a bunch of kids. I just want. I just want the white. I just want the white jock strappy looking thing. Just give me the base set. <laughs> just give me the I base set. I don't think the base set works. Unthemed. You guys will eventually have a superhero that's just like jock strap man or something. Yeah, eventually, right? Yeah, and so it's just themed to him. Yeah. Actually, I made up a superhero for my kids. He's jock strap man. <laughs> I don't know. He's called yeah. He's web slinger. I don't know. Uh, here we go. So here's, I'm sorry. Go here's ahead. my question for you. Yes. We'll see, we'll see how you respond. And then that'll determine whether or not, because I have final edit on this particular project. <laughs> Completely. I know. Uh, I've noticed a lot of Disney news stories. In fact, almost all of them, when they're talking about some sort of policy change, some sort of thing, they use Bob Iger's picture. They don't use Chapek's picture. Have you not noticed that? No. Okay. You see Chapek a lot. I don't see Chapek very much. Okay. I think Bob Iger has just had more photos of him taken. And so when they go grab a photo, they just grab that one. I, I see. think people are just confused. Okay, I see Wait, Iger. is that, he's still, he like, he's still in charge, right? No, it's this other guy that's in charge. I feel like I see Iger two, three to one in Disney news photos I think you're when, probably when, right. when, when they do that. I think you're probably right. Yeah, he's still. So really high collars. Have you noticed that? Yeah. That guy's collars are like three feet high. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have a very long neck? I'm not sure. You shoot a nerf nerf dart at that guy, the collar just bounces right just off. Ricochets. It's like a superpower. He's called Collar Man. Thirty five dollar jockstrap man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's his sidekick. Is jockstrap? Yeah, man. for the Bob Iger experience, <laughs> exactly. which is right next to the Tom Cruise experience. Uh-huh. Uh, it's thirty dollars for the shirt, thirty five mm-hmm. for the collar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt part, you know, you can get that in the one collar. But if you want it, if you want a starched collar, be extra. Man, his collars are. Tight. On point. They yep. are on point. How'd you cut your uh, hand? I, touched I hugged Bob, Bob Iger. <laughs> touched Bob Iger's collar. We're just joking, Bob. Both of you. Love you. Love what you're doing. We do. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's a hard job. Hard job. Wouldn't want to have it right now. Oh, I take it right now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Somebody's like, you want to run sorry, Disney? Would you, would you like to be the CEO of Disney, Walt Disney Company? Yeah, start, when do I start? Right now? Yeah. I already have a bunch of notes in my car. Hold on. Let me like see if I can get my I've trunk open. I'm working on this for a long time. Yeah. I wasn't expecting you to come I have my own me. filing system. We're going to do a lot of things. You guys alphabetize? I don't. What's the first thing you do you become uh, CEO of Disney? Wow. Uh, it's like an episodic question. It really the is. First thing, you, I mean, the first thing you do? I bring George Lucas back. I'm like, look, we need, we need something different. We bought you a planet. You're going to go film on an actual planet. That's what I do. I buy George Lucas a planet, a real one. A real planet. I fly him there. In, to the planet. Yeah. I buy first, I buy Elon, Elon Musk. Then okay. I buy George Lucas yep. a planet, and I have Elon Musk design a ship that's going to take a film crew there, and they make a real Star Wars. It's like filmed on location. It's more of a documentary now than a movie. That's what I do. First, first thing. You're thinking about what you would do. I green light a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reboot. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. yeah. No, you wouldn't. That's what I do. And build a whole, and that—that's the anchor point for a whole new park. 
Hunter has shrunk shrunk the guests. Yeah, what I do is what I do. First thing I do is I get I get uh, none of us make it into the show. <laughs> maybe I get I get flicks flyers from Bugs. Yeah, Man, okay, yep. And I build a moat in front of my house. This is more for me than it is for Disney. Uh huh. So that every Amazon guy that drops off a package, man, you hate the Amazon guys. He has to ride flicks flyers to get. It's just a half a ride, and then he gets oh, it's off. Just like a turn. Yeah, yep, a, turn. Then he gets off, delivers the package, or she gets, gets off. Then they get back on. They finish the one loop, and then they get back in their truck. Okay. You ever delivered to the Robbins household? Yeah, you're the one where you got to ride that ride, half, ride half that a ride thing. to just drop anything what off. What is that thing? Why do they have a moat? <laughs> Why does it have a moat? How, how, does, it, how does it meet the I've HOA? I've been throwing some of the packages in the moat. Have you guys been doing that? I don't know if they can track them once you get on the ride. Grease me out. I leave the packages in Flix Flyers. I buy the rights to Perfect Strangers, <laughs> and I use that as the anchor point to a third gate. Uh, Perfect Strangers musical? Uh, we could do that. Would be one of the attractions. It yeah. <laughs> would be Perfect Strangers the yeah. musical. Yeah, uh, and it's we we uh, accurately recreate the uh, village of Meepos. Yeah, yeah, I love it. These are country of Meepos. So we're ready for this job, no doubt about it. There's third, no doubt about that. that all <laughs> third, of our notes. Third gate, Perfect Strangers Land. Yeah, the Meepos experience. Totally. We move the Tom Cruise experience over there as well <laughs> into Perfect Strangers Land. <laughs> I guess so. Why Might not? As well. yeah. yeah. Why not? You seem like you're feeling better than you did last week. Yeah. I've you're like 100% fine. now. I do. I feel great. Felt great. Feel great. I have tiger's blood coursing through my veins. And by tiger's blood, I mean the delicious mixture of coconut, watermelon, and strawberry. Is that called tiger's blood? Yeah. The greatest flavor combination ever made. That does sound pretty good. Do you want to go get uh, shaved ice right now? Let's go get Slurpees. <laughs> okay. You can't make tiger's blood in a, in a, in a 7-Eleven. I've tried. No, no. You said coconut. Coconut. Uh, watermelon watermelon strawberry you get watermelon strawberry maybe get a little coconut water that's what i would have to do you ever seen the picture of george lucas signing the deal with bob Iger? the press photo yeah. for that it's like yeah. the world's smallest x with a little mac behind him and some pictures uh-huh. behind him yeah so it's 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 like two of the richest men in the world yeah, at this it's like this. you could you couldn't do something more grand than this yeah yeah you didn't sign it on on han solo's car like a carbonite right. desk it's just like oh are you signing this in in your grandpa's den no no no. we, were, we got we stayed at a motel six and this is this is the desk that they have set up in the oh lobby in the office there. center in the, at office the office center. center it does look like a like an office center of like a hampton in the yeah, suites totally yeah does. yeah anyways that's what the signing was all right we should uh take a break and when we come back oh, we're going to be rebuilding critter country from the ground up during this week's edition of Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map. That's right. Hey, over there, you know what I heard? There's a rumor going around that things are absurd. Hey, can you tell me where's this and where's that? No, I can't. It's time for Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map. Yeah! There we go. I think we got it. came up with an idea i did called uh it was called various things it ended up being called mixed up map where we take a scott land and aaron's mixed scott up map. aaron's mixed up map <laughs> and what we're gonna do is take a land at disneyland yep we're gonna we're going to take stock of all the things that exist in that land currently the currently. attractions shops and the restaurants yep and we can't change the number number of those things we can't add more shops and restaurants or attractions but we're going to swap those things out for things that have existed in other parts of Disneyland, other Disney parks, other times in Disney history uh, with things that we think would fit better or we like better than the thing that is currently there. Or we can maintain the thing that's there. Or you can there just keep well. the thing there you want. And then we also have a bonus make them up which yep. allows us to take any attraction from any park at yeah. any point in history and remix it or remake it to fit into the land yes. that we are talking about. Right on. So this week, we decided to talk about Critter Country. Yeah. 
uh, a small, probably the smallest land in Disneyland. That's true. I think it's probably smaller than Toontown, which would be the second smallest. They're at least, they're neck and neck, I would say. Very close. Very, very small land. Uh, I find critter, the boundaries of Critter Country and what goes in Critter Country amorphous. To, be, to, to be sort of confusing at yeah. some point in time. I've read stuff that said the Haunted Mansion technically belonged it's to it. It's definitely not. Definitely no. New Orleans Square all day. Maybe New Orleans Everything. Square is a smaller land than Critter Country. I don't know. It's uh, Once you get away from the core Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, yeah. Tomorrowland, then it's like, I, this is yeah. a land? I guess it's a land. Yeah, so that was one of my first questions I had for you. Is like, what, you know, the, the actual boundaries of Critter Country are a little different, difficult for, for, I think, two reasons. Where that line actually starts from New Orleans Square to Critter Country is a little bit gray. Yeah. Uh, even though there is a sign. And then two, it has a river. It has a river and port access. Yes. And that river and port access is not actually in the land uh, itself. That's correct. Pretty, pretty close to it. It's close to it. And doesn't feel... Very crittery. Yeah, it. there's a. So it's got some issues with definitions. Yeah, my 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 immediate reaction is to say, well, the southern boundary of Critter Country is Splash Mountain, but not really, because the Harbor Galley. Yeah. Uh, which again, if you go back and listen to our lobster uh, mac and cheese, lobster Bo- mac and cheese, yeah. our, our 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 Fowler's Harbor. That's right. I was trying to think of what episode it was. Uh, where we talk about, I think it was, uh, oh, first trip tips. First trip tips? Yeah. Best dining? Probably best dining. Best dining. Yeah. Anyways, if you go back to listen to one of the episodes, we talk about Fowler's Harbor and the Harbor Galley, yep. with, which has the lobster mac and cheese. Yeah. That is technically part of Critter Country. Sure is. Sure feels like it's part of New Orleans Square. So it sure does. It also sort of feels like it's part of Frontierland. Sure does. So uh, so yeah, there's a lot of amorphous boundaries of, yep. of Critter Country. What we can definitely say is it includes Splash Mountain. Yeah. And these are the current attractions that are in Critter Country. Tell me. It includes Splash Mountain. I agree. The Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes. Yep. And the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Sure does. Only three attractions. Yep. I would qualify Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes as A and B ticket attractions. Mm-hmm. I would say that uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is a C or D ticket attraction. Probably D. I would say probably D mm-hmm. ticket attraction. And Splash Mountain, of course, is an E ticket attraction. Yeah. Uh, those are the only attractions that are in that land. Uh, there is the Hungry Bear Restaurant. Yep. Which is a major eatery. It is. Uh, and then there are uh, the Harbor Gallery. Galley yep. would be another one. Uh, and then a couple of snack places. Yes. Little snack carts. Snacking time. Uh, a little brief history on Critter Country. It was originally- A couple shops in the back there. Bri- I'm sorry. The Briar Patch. And That's correct. And Owl's Photography, which is the spot that you could buy Splash Mountain-themed picture frames after you bought your on-ride photo, which was called Owl's Photography or something like that. It was called the Professor Barnaby Owl's Photographic Art Studio. Mm-hmm. What is that shortened to? I think it's- Owl- Owl's thing. Owl's thing. Owl's. Yeah. Owl's photos. Uh, they're also, where was I going with this? Oh, originally. Yeah. Uh, originally, Critter Country was called the Indian Village when yeah. it first opened. Uh, it then became Bear Country in 1972, uh, where it had its, it was the first major expansion for Disneyland was in 1972 when uh, Bear Country was created. Uh, it had Country Bear Jamboree as part of that. Emerging from the tunnel. We come upon bear country at the edge of the wilderness. In bear country, you'll find trading posts, eating places, and the wildest show in the wilderness, the Country Bear Jamboree, starring Big Al and that swinging teddy bear. If you haven't seen this lively group, well, you haven't explored the whole frontier. In fact, you've barely got started. And then... um. 
It was renamed 1988 to Critter Country because of the opening of Splash Mountain. Yeah, and I don't know, tell me what your thoughts are on this. The name Critter Country is said to come from a song that is from the movie Song of the South. Correct. Uh, but Splash Mountain is is under some fire for having an association with that. Yes. And now we learn that the whole land... M- is based has, off of something. Kind of has, has, has at least a nod to a song that yeah. has that a, a critter-like phrase in it. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, well, uh, and that is interesting you mentioned that because e- even though we don't do this in this exercise of like reinventing the, we are reinventing the land, but we're not changing the land's boundaries or we're not changing what the land is. Yeah. Uh, in my, uh, in my mixed up map, oh yeah, I, my mixed up map for Critter Country could easily be named Bear Bear Country. Yeah, I was going to say if you have any new names for it. I like Bear. I go back to Bear Country. I like. I would go to, or I like. Like, have you had honey? Honey's good. Honey's good. Land. Is that what that's? A, that's the yeah, land. That's have the you land. Had honey. Have you had honey? Honey's good. Honey's good. Have you had it on chicken? Uh, like chicken strips. Honey is good. Oh, I guess you're right. It's it good. good. <laughs> honey's good. Now that's the whole it. shirt front and back. Have you had honey? Honey's good. Have you ever had it on chicken strips? It's really good. Yo, it's good. And then I've got the other shirt that says like, no, I haven't. I Not that I can remember. However, I do really like it on peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> I have the uh, hat that says like, oh, man, I haven't, I haven't even thought about that. But now I'm getting super excited to do what you oh, just yeah, said. You should, and then, yeah. And then I've got like the, the fanny pack that says, oh, yeah, you totally should try it sometime. <laughs> totally. It's the bomb. Right on. That's the name of if you're going to change Critter Country. It's a very, it's, I mean, we've got our merch kitted <laughs> out. So you sell you sell a lot of merch because you have to buy multiple pieces of it in order to get the entire to get land, the whole title. Yep, but it is called Critter Country. I don't know the name of the the, the song that it comes from, but it's where folks are closer to critters, and the critters are closer closer to the folks. And isn't that true? I guess, yeah. I mean, at least when it comes to Splash Mountain, the folks are closer to that's many true. Critters. Yeah, they're closer to critters. Yeah. Uh, so how do you want to how do you want to slice this up? It's interesting because when I was taking a look at this, yeah. Again, there's not a lot of room to play in. Right. And so the question becomes, and Critter Country's like, it's pretty awesome the way it's set up right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, in terms of what way, in terms of the things they have or the way that it kind of, it slopes down and to the left and actually like, it puts you into what feels like a nook, like an end of the road, sort of a more of homey, homey feeling kind of thing. It definitely, definitely that. But I was going to say just, just the layout of attractions. And in this exercise, of course, you're swapping out what is a better attraction or a better restaurant. Critter Country, I would say if we're grading a land in, uh, if we were to assign a grade to a wow. land that doesn't really need to be rethemed or rebooted yeah. because of the attractions, restaurants, and shops that are already in there, I think Critter Country rates pretty high. Do you really? Yeah, because you've got Splash Mountain and Winnie the Pooh, yeah. both fantastic attractions okay. that have no business being gutted and replaced with anything. Yeah. Even with a no- new version of Splash Mountain. Just, just for, yeah, or just for fun. I, w- I would tend to disagree and say that uh, that I would put Critter Country and Toontown at the top of the list of things that need to be really rethought out. Interesting. Now, and why? I just, because I feel like there's not a lot going on in okay. Critter Country. I feel like once you get there. Isn't that a great thing about Critter Country? It's sort of sleepy. It, wa- it was before it became the highway to, to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And, and now it, it looks like you're looking down a highway that dead ends and you, there's no reason to go down it. I don't think our version of Winnie the Pooh is uh, strong. 
And uh, how dare you? I know. And then there's just really nothing going on. It feels if, uh, and I love that area. It's so foliagey, and the train yeah. goes over. It's so beautiful that I think Santa's back there during Christmas. Yeah, I'm it's ready great. for it to go back to Bear Country. Or have you ever tried Honey Honey's Delicious? Uh, and and do some do some more. I'm sorry, of that. what's the? No, I'm not going <laughs> to. And, and do some more of that. But we're going to get into it. We're going to. Well, I'm sure these conversations are going to come. And then I have one question that fits into this critter country discussion, but it'll it'll take us outside of critter country too. I think. But I really want your opinion on it because I'm fascinated by the question. So we could start there, or I can bring it up later. I'm very intrigued, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. Okay. Well, there was this thing in uh, there was this thing in Tomorrowland. There's, I think it was called the Starcade. Yes. Uh, that had uh, had actual arcade games yes. in it, and there was one in Critter Country called Teddy Bears, which might have been at the beginning of this. Teddy Bears, yes. Teddy Bears Swing and Arcade. Swing and Arcade, uh, which could be just so many different cool things in Critter Country. Yes. This was just an arcade, like it had arcade games in it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on ticket winning games or like playing pole position? In, in Critter Country? In Critter Country. Or in Disneyland as a whole? In Critter Country. And, and, and so some of these games are like rifle games where you're shooting deer and stuff like that in Critter Country. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Just generally Disneyland, should there be arcades in it where you can play named video games from things or uh, in Critter Country? I remember, I have fond memories of the Starcade. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember Teddy Barra's. Me neither. Uh, I don't remember it at all. Um, but the Starcade, I definitely remember. Yeah, definitely me too. Um, and... And obviously in Tomorrowland, that seems more appropriate than it does yeah. in Critter Country. Uh, but are any video games, any stand-up video game machines, like, appropriate in Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I would say no. I, I just, I find it almost interesting that these things even existed because, uh, and, and, I, and I watch people play in it. I played in it myself. Uh, yeah. How weird... That there is this thing that you could experience at the time when arcades were, were you know, a, a thing that people would go to. Right. How weird that you could experience this thing that you could really find in any mall, in any city in the world, uh, but you're going to go now play Elevator Action yeah. in Tomorrowland. <sighs> what a great pick. It's a great, great yeah. pick. Uh, and Elevator Action Returns is a phenomenal yeah. game. But you could play Elevator Action in Tomorrowland when you could instead be riding Space Mountain. Yeah. Just so weird that that happens. And the Tomorrowland Arcade and this Teddy Bear's Arcade, which I looked at pictures of, not the best version of arcades that are around in that time. They were just kind of, yeah. kind of bookended little nooks. Just stuff. And just I, stuff that eats quarters, basically. Yeah, and yeah. I did like, I did like when Wreck-It Ralph came out, they did turn the Starcade into an arcade that only had Wreck-It Ralph machines. Yes. It, it had, and yeah, I, liked, yeah. I liked that. That yeah, was fun clever. to go in there. They were, I think it, might have been free. I don't know. But you go in there and play the actual Wreck-It Ralph stand-up arcade cabinet. Yeah. And I like that. And, Anyways. of course, if uh, Tomorrowland was to ever announce a Flynn's Arcade, permanent Flynn's Arcade, yeah. I'm 100% there. Well, uh, they had one in Critter Country, and I was wondering your thoughts on it because it felt a little weird to go into a, a, a much more log cabin-y yes, kind of right. bear sort of out in the woods and play a game. Even weirder to maybe play a game that involved shooting, shooting a Shooting uh, force or, animals. Yeah, <laughs> Also known like as that. critters. Yeah, critters. Um, I think – now, I think what you could do is uh, not – I think it would be fun to have a space like that that had – like front porch games, right? Yeah. Where you, it could be a place where it was quiet and you could yeah. sit and uh, grab a... Like knock the jug over. Oh, no, yeah, knock the jug over would be good. Yeah. I was thinking like checkers and chess oh, and right. things like okay. that. Or yeah, the knock the jug over would be fun, like a, a carnival type of games. Yeah. Um, yeah, just something where you could take your uh, chicken dipped in honey and yes. sit for a little while and and relax because Critter Country is this nook area. Like yeah. It's sort of like a nook area where it is slower, a slower feeling to it. And yeah. 
Uh, but yes, a, a, an arcade shooting gallery arcade or just a regular arcade doesn't make a lot of sense there. Right on. So how do you want to do this? Uh, you want to start making some making some changes? I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to. Did my, you find this exercise easy or hard for Critter Country? Um, I found it challenging to replace it with better things. Yeah, me too. Uh, that, that's the thing that I found found the most difficult um, because again, it has to sort of fit. You can't just start pulling it pulling attractions that you like and put them in there. Right. I tried to borrow really heavily from Frontierland of other. Disney parks because yeah. I'm like they're pretty close, but it doesn't work very. It well, doesn't does work it? very well, no, and you start stealing stuff from Frontierland that Frontierland really needs. Yes, now, right. I think it's. I think when we get to Frontierland, it'll be easier to do a mix-up map for Frontierland. Yeah, because you can you could borrow from Critter Country into Frontierland. Yeah, easier than you can do the the opposite. Should we just walk down? Uh, should we do this in order and walk down through Critter Country? Start on the right hand side of the road, which yeah, means we'd hit the canoe. That. We would hit Davy. So you you, you pass the the Harbor Galley. Yep. Uh, which I didn't make any changes to the Harbor Galley. I because they have lobster mac and cheese. Ma- lobster mac I'm and not, cheese. I'm not getting. I'm not trading that away for anything. Yeah. Uh, also, the location is picturesque and quiet and cute. And I don't believe that it's in Critter Country. So. And then we also fundamentally reject the premise that it's in Critter Country. So that's the Harbor Galley's on your in, right. It's in Harbor Galley. It's in that's Harbor Galley. Yeah. That's what it's, it's in. the smallest land in Disneyland. Right, Harbor Galley. Yeah. Uh, that's Howler's on your Harbor. right. That's the land is Farber's Howler. Uh, that would be on your right, uh, that little restaurant on your right, you're the Honda Mansion and the beginning of the Splash Mountain long queue off to your left. Uh, but we're not going to talk about Splash Mountain quite yet. We're going to keep writing. We're going to keep walking down. And then we're going to get to a little little staircase, a little rampy area that goes down to the loading of Davy Crockett's, Crockett's Explore Canoes. Yes. Uh, there on, on Rivers of America. That is exactly where we're at. Yeah. Now, what this has doing? to be a water-based attraction. Yes. Has to be a boat-based attraction. Yep. Has to fit within Critter Country. Yeah, I and guess there's you the can go A B. You can go A B ticket. Any ride where you yourself have to power the locomotion is an A ticket. Correct. Okay. I went boat based attraction again. Mm. I'm leaning into the idea of Bear Country, and so I chose the Phantom Boats, which is a uh, power boat attraction. Yeah. The Phantom Boats through Gummy Glen of the Gummy Bears uh, uh, television series. Holy cow. Yeah, the Phantom Boats are not the, 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 the boats that were over by Autopia? Oh, they were. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, way, way back when the Gummy Bear TV show uh, was on, there was the Phantom Boats were still running, so yeah. this is in the mid-'80s. And they did a Gummy Bear overlay? They did a Gummy Bear overlay that was done very, very inexpensively wow. with cardboard gum- cutouts oh, wow. of, of uh, or, you know, like uh, plywood, plywood, plywood sure, yeah. uh, cutouts of the gummy bears. I never in rode this, Glen. never heard. I rode the Phantom Boats, but I never rode it, the gummy bear goopy hollow. There was a gummy, uh, gummy Glen. It, wow. was a, it was a trip through gummy Glen. And so. So you're uh, taking power boats and putting them on Rivers of America. Yeah, just through, uh, yeah. But they don't only, go all the way around. They're not going to go all the way around. Yeah, they because go to the burning cab and come back. Yeah, and uh, the burning cabin is now Gummy Glen. Yeah, so we're, it's a roasted Gummy Glen. It's uh, it's there is a you ever uh, had a roasted gummy bear. It's delicious. There's a there's a cottage that's burning down. Yeah, and the gummy bears are rescuing uh, the you know they're they're rescuing the. Uh, the the humans that live there maybe that's maybe I that's feel like story. you won that exchange I, I didn't know anything about that you I should there's a, there's some uh, YouTube videos I will watch uh, that you can watch of going through it is like 
wow, we're really stretching the term attraction here. Yeah. Uh, when you're looking at this, but you know, again, we got to go for some critter country. I think if they ask us right now, uh, you know, we talked about this earlier. I don't know if it made it into the episode of uh, if they make you see of, uh, of Disney right now. What's the first thing you do? I might bring back those phantom boats. I, 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 like, I like the phantom. I boats. do too. I think it's a fun thing. It's water's there. You get it's to get like on it. It's like Autopia, but in the water. Fills out that space there. It's yeah. fun to be on a boat and watch the monorail go over the top. Yeah. Of you. So I like that you put the phantom boats on Rivers of America there. Gummy bears, take it or leave it. I don't care. Well, it's. I mean, it, it's got to fit in. It has country. to. You didn't have a choice. To, <laughs> yeah, no Mine choice. not nearly as exciting. I can't wait to hear what it is. All I simply did was I tr- traded out the Davy Crockett Explorers canoes and I brought back the Mike Fink keel Mike boats. Fink keel boats. A yeah. great pull. Which is a fun, it's a fun looking boat. It yes. It looks like a keel boat and it held a lot more people. Yep. And you go on a giant, it's a, it's a jungle cruise, but a little more serious and Frontierland tour around Rivers of America. You just do one lap. And if memory serves correctly, the Mike Fink keel boats is from a Walt Disney Pictures movie called, I believe it was Mike Fink versus the River Pirates. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And I the, thought they were always part of Tom Sawyer, the, the Tom Sawyer's thing, Mark Twain universe. I think it's sort of like uh, an amorphous, okay. f- again, frontiery type of front frontiery type of uh, serial. Davy Crockett is in there. Mike Fink is in there. Tom Sawyer. They didn't ever. They didn't ever hang out together, right? Because some of them were fictional and some were real people. Yeah. Uh, but those those keelboats, I think, were actually used in the movie. Like they were they were oh, real fun. boats yeah. uh, that eventually deteriorated over time. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason why they took them out of circulation. I like them. I'm putting them back to take over the canoes. I think it's a great. I think it's a great pull. You get one. You get one lap, or it's the only boat on Rivers America that has that it serves as a transportational function. Stops at Mark Twain, so you can get off there, oh, and get I to like Frontierland, yeah. or get off at Critter Country. Next, we're going to keep walking down, the f- and we're going to hit uh, the entrance uh, to the major eatery in this area. Yes. Which is the Hungry Bear Restaurant. Yep. Uh, for this one, I... Well, no, you went... Yeah, I went first on the last one. Sure. You, you uh, tell me what you're doing here. I love the Hungry Bear. I like it's got downstairs, downstairs eating, upstairs eating. Yep. Always has a little bit different stuff than like the Galactic Grill and some of the other burger places. Uh, it's got a great view of the Mark Twain. Yeah. Didn't want to mess with that too much. So all I did was swap in the Trails End Barbecue Restaurant from Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground in Florida. Oh, good for which you. Which is like an all-you-can-eat barbecue, beef brisket, fried chicken, mac and cheese, cornbread, red velvet cake, banana bread pudding sweet tea and a whole lot more apparently this is a fantastic barbecue and i'm taking out hungry bear and putting in trails End. you have done the right thing oh yeah you've done the right thing here i'm proud of you very right very on. proud of you thanks um, i thought you would like that that's an east coast thing that i have never been to don't know anything about i thought you would appreciate a blind pull from something i do appreciate the blind pull uh, i think you've done a really good job and uh well, and it the- sounds like you're setting me up to tell me that you did one better no, I'm going to say I complimented you. Okay. I'm complimenting you. I didn't really want to switch out the Hungry Bear. Yeah. Because, again, I, Critter Country, again, Critter Country in terms of rebootability, I think it's doing a pretty good job. Okay. I think it's doing a really good job in, in general. Uh, but I was like, if I was to switch out the Hungry Bear, what would I switch it out with? I didn't go with the uh, – I didn't go with Fort Wilderness – I went to the restaurant in Wilderness Lodge in Walt Disney World called the Whispering Canyon Cafe. Tell me about it. I don't know anything about it. Whispering Canyon Cafe is a uh, wilderness-themed eatery that is a lot of hooting and hollering. So you got a lot of cowboys and cowgirls okay. that are serving you. Oh, wow. Uh, like in costume? Um, well, they're in they're, they're themed in costume. Right. Um, but they are, I mean, they are servers. They're not playing cowboys and cowgirls, but they are, they are servers. But there's just a lot of whimsy and fun uh, at, at the uh, Whispering Canyon. And again, Whispering Canyon is a, uh, a play on how loud 
the the service is. So there's a lot of like when they bring something out there, there's a lot of directing your attention yeah. to who's being served. Uh, they have uh, they have like a fantastic breakfast menu, and they have a brunch menu. And they their their big thing are skillets. They they serve a lot of like all you care to eat skillets, uh-huh. um, which are chock full of like meat and potatoes, meat and eggs, and eggs, and bacon, onions, and sausage, and red bell peppers. These in there probably. skillets are huge. You so keep I mean, the skillet. You, you you can't keep the skillet. Sixty five bucks, I can keep that skillet. I mean, for sixty five bucks, you probably keep a lot of okay. of tableware right. uh, at these restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Whispering Canyon is just a it's a really fun experience. Uh, it really gets you in that sort of wilderness vibe. Yeah, right on. Uh, and also sort of a little again shades of Frontierland type of thing. But this is the like, this is dinner. Uh, this is table service though. You have to wait, be service. seated, and so it, it it brings Hungry Bear up from. You know, like it's, a it's quick meager, serve, or, yeah, quick serve meager roots to to, a to table fine service. Dining, a Which fine again, if you were to, if you were to use it in the Hungry Bear uh, restaurant, now you've got two levels of that, and it becomes a really cool dining experience that uh, that sits in between Galaxy's Edge and uh, and for that matter, Blue Bayou. So it right. becomes like a really great, uh, uh, maybe not as formal table service, more casual table service. Uh, restaurant uh, that Disneyland can really benefit from. I like the idea of, of having some spots in Disneyland where if I, I'm going to have to compete for a table, like somebody's going to seat yeah. me and then I can really relax. Yeah. After that, you're going to, you know, the train's going to be somewhat uh, over, over, over you or near you on this little trestle bridge. So uh-huh. that's fun. And you're doing a really good job sort of describing I'm uh, trying the to. path through Critter I'm, Country. I'm trying to. And then there's going to be that a, constructive criticism from I do. I took uh, Toontown it to heart, very man. well. Yeah, yeah, I took it to heart. Yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be a covered bridge right off to your right. A little creek starts to run through there. That's very, uh, it's very nice and foliage and it's got a lot of baby's breath in there and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's where you'll find the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which is a. D dark ride. D, yeah, we say D ticket, D ticket, D ticket, D ticket, dark, ticket ride. dark ride. That uh, tell me, do you know the history of the when the when the Pooh ride there? When, did it open with the opening of Critter Country? Oh no no no! It, it replaced Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah yeah. So it was uh, Country Bear Jamboree was in that spot for a, a long time until and it's still in that spot, kind of. Country Bear Jamboree. Well, the Country Bears are still there, or at least some of them. Oh the uh, the. The moose, the, the moose, the elk, and the buffalo yeah. are still there. Yep. Yes, inside Winnie the Pooh. It is. Winnie the Pooh. That is the only part of that ride that Teresa cares about. And she looks she, behind. She has a, the sole purpose of her being on that ride is to see those things. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't blame her. Yes, uh, Country Bear Jamboree exists in that spot until 2001. Yeah, and then was replaced by Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. One of the Easter eggs of uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is that I believe when you are going into Owl's house, I think is it Owl's house. Uh, which Easter egg are you talking about? The the uh, the heads from it's, Country uh, it's it's yeah it's when you leave it's when you go into Al's house for the birthday party right after you leave the Heffalump room. Oh, it's after the Heffalump. Right room. after okay. the Heffalump. So room. when you go uh, between the Heffalump room to the birthday party, if yep. you look behind you uh, as you are uh, entering the new room and you look toward the room that you just left, yep, up, uh, and above. up above you are the heads of the oh man I can't remember what the names are yeah the the bison the elk and the deer. And so what are you going to do? So you have this B, this D ticket dark ride that you apparently love. Uh, I do love this ride. Talk, talk to me about it. Uh, what when, are you going to ma- do? Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is just so sweet to me. It is a perfect children's ride. It's like a perfect family ride. Uh, and and I struggled because a part of me really wanted to bring Country Bear Jamboree back. I love Country Bear Jamboree. Do you really? I the, do. The more, the more we talk about it, I've been on the Christmas version yeah. of uh, of that attraction and the normal one. 
probably less than five times, but uh-huh. I have. Uh, I, I do the, you're, We are going to stop being friends right now. That's okay. I did walk out of the normal one once. I think the Christmas one was bearable. Wow. But bearable. bearable. Huh. But the more I hear about this ride, the more you talk about it, the four intros we did, seems like it was kind of PG-13. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Country Bear Jamboree still uh, operates at Walt Disney World. Oh, really? Yeah. So and they did a movie after this thing. And they made a movie after it. I I, I remember being a kid and- It was my, a prequel to Ted with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, Ted, the Ted experience exactly. uh, coming in. Uh, I love Country Bear Jamboree. I had a stuffed Big Al that my dad bought me from one of our trips to Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, I just loved it. How big is this big owl? Oh, it's a plush size big okay. owl. Not, not, you know, it's, it's appropriate. It's appropriate size. It's yeah. a, a throw pillow sized. Right on. Uh, I, I love Country Bear Jamboree and I still listen to that full soundtrack, but I, I love listening to the original soundtrack. So I really struggled with whether or not to take out Winnie the Pooh and put Country Bear Jamboree back in. I also consider- everybody knows what Country Bear Jamboree is, but I don't. I, I think my kids could use from you a yeah. one minute description of what this attraction was. Sure, so, and you must use the phrase Chuck E. Cheese at some point in time in your description. Commence. Okay, it is an audio animatronic show that lasts about fifteen minutes. Uh, that is a group of bears that are performing uh, old Western song standards uh, in various parts throughout this whole theater. So uh, imagine, if you will, walking into a Chuck E. Cheese and you sit down and you're ready to watch Chuck E. Cheese and the... Cheesettes. The Cheesettes. Prime time players? Oh, yeah, I think you might be right. I think it's Chuck E. Cheese and the prime time players. Impressive. Uh, and But now imagine that instead of Chuck E. Cheese and the prime time players that you have really good audio animatronics okay. <laughs> uh, that are doing a whole variety show for you in 15 minutes uh, from different parts of the theater. And uh, then as you're done, you you shuffle out and the next crew comes in. You have to really like those. You have to be okay with those songs to be okay with the attraction. Uh, it's great. That's the thing. You know what it is? Is like there, there are songs where you're like, that feels a little inappropriate to have, <laughs> right, yeah. have a song about shooting Little Buford. Yeah. Uh, or that there's blood all around, but there, but there are these old American folk songs, and so it's not like Disney made them up. I mean, right. they're old American folk they're songs, not Disney songs. They're songs done in a Disney way. They're songs done in a Disney way, and it fits with this sort of like hokey country bear, country bumpkin type of variety show that you're watching. Yeah, uh, and they're so playful. The songs are so playful. There's so much happening within the show that you're not thinking about the lyrics of the song yeah. and the way they're being performed. It's very fun. It's very right. fun and silly. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Dark Ride took it out, took over its spots. And what are you going to replace so it with question, or keep it? Yeah. So I did not replace it with the Country Bear. Okay. I considered putting in Pooh's Honey Hunt, mm-hmm. which is the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh over in Tokyo Disneyland, but it's done as a trackless experience. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you watch the uh, Pooh's Honey Hunt, it's pretty impressive. I'll what, spoil you. That's what I did for my. Is that what Pooh, you did? Pooh's Honey Hunt from Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, I kept Winnie the Pooh where it was. Oh wow! Let's hear about why you did uh, Honey Hunt over Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I just think like the ride itself, the technology of the ride, and the experiences that you go through uh, are superior to ours. I think our version of Winnie the Pooh, I don't know how many there are. I think ours is kind of the worst of them. How dare you? We didn't even get the flying bear, the flying Winnie the Pooh, that projection. I don't even think that even opened with the with the ride when you transitioned from uh, the rain, rain, rain into the... Oh, you mean... Uh, there's uh, like, yeah. There's like a, a sleeping Pooh kind of go. I don't know if that was even there. When oh, the yeah, yeah. Opened. When when the Pooh goes into his dream state? That's yeah. there. 
That's, it is there now. I don't think it was there when it opened. I think oh. they added that effect after. I think so. I don't know. I, I don't know if, if I don't. I don't know if that trackless version is dope. I've watched it on YouTube a bunch. Yeah, I've now ridden a trackless ride and uh, am just. I love dark rides. I, I and I love tracked dark rides. I think they're wonderful. But trackless is an amazing experience. Here's my challenge with, with yeah. trackless dark rides: is in order to pull off the technology of the trackless dark ride, you have to have huge cavernous rooms. You really do. And, and it's then, not a dark ride anymore. And it, uh, I'm and fine it, saying that. Right. And it takes you away from the intimacy of the dark ride, it of totally a tracked does. dark ride. It's almost a dance at that point and, in time. And that's, I think, the trouble that I have with uh, Pooh's Honey Hunt is there isn't an, an actual dancing sequence in Pooh's Honey Hunt when you go into the Heffalumps and Woozles yeah. and you're sort of spinning and dancing all around with the other uh, honeypots. And there's even a honeypot that has audiomatronics in it. It's pretty impressive. But again, I feel like I'm taken away from being a part of the of yeah. the ride as opposed to watching a ride when it comes to a trackless attraction. I'm which so is- glad you like it. I'm so glad you like that. And, and I don't know our listeners say that. I don't love – I like waiting for that ride. I'll ride it every time we're Disneyland. Yeah. Sometimes I'll ride it five times because the line's short and I just want to go on a ride. Around. And I like it. And I've been on it a bunch. I just don't – I just don't love it. And I'll tell you, I love the Heffalump song. Yeah. I love the Heffalump song. I hate the Heffalump room. I oh, don't like druggy, weird rooms. I just don't like if all that you could do to take me into that world. Uh, of, I would rather visit somewhere else in Hundred Acre Wood than that. And I'd rather go. I'd rather chase the the Baxen. Oh than, well, that yeah. Than That'd that, and I just don't love that ride. And I'm I'm allowed to say that. You are allowed to say that. Right on. All right, but we both st- stuck with Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went trackless honey hunt. You went just keep it OG. Keep it OG. Let's keep walking. Uh, we've now exited uh, Winnie the Pooh, and we're in the very back part of Disneyland, and we have uh, a little eatery, a little a little shopping, buy food stuff called Pooh's Corner. That's right. Where you can get fresh, but you can get Tigger Tails there. You, you really like cookies. the cookies there, don't you? We, uh, yeah, Jason turned me on to those, uh, that you buy a cookie there, you stick it in the bottom of your backpack, you take it back to your hotel, you put it in the microwave in the hotel for about eight seconds, and you have yourself a 1.30 in the morning delightful treat. That you will regret later. Okay. Uh, the cookies that's are one en- way of doing it. Yeah, the cookies are enormous. They're yeah. they're they're just mounds of dough. Um, but we also do. Uh, we've we've turned more to Tigger Tails now, which is marshmallow, three marshmallows on a stick, covered in chocolate and drizzled with honey and some sugar uh, hmm. stuff on it. Caramel. I think it's marshmallow caramel chocolate. I haven't tried that. That sounds good. Yeah, they're fun. They go quick. Uh, yeah. They're one hundred twenty dollars. They go, <laughs> they go quick. I'm just joking. Uh, we love love those, and that's a good place. You get to watch them make candy there. Um, in there, and then it is that Pooh's Corner is attached directly to the Briar Patch, which is a, a gift shop of right. shirts and other things like there. So, are you doing anything with that area? No, no, I'm just going to keep it all where it is. Again, I, I like uh, the theming that's there right now. Uh, the thing I like most about Pooh's Corner and the Briar Patch is just the that it's just tucked away, it's just off in the middle of nowhere, and you don't really have a reason to be there unless you're going there. So, it's an opportunity to take just those reprieves within the park. Yeah. Yeah. I'm keeping Pooh's Corner. I like it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I want to get rid of the Briar Patch, especially since Splash Mountain might be going away, so the Briar Patch doesn't make as much sense there. Okay. And I'm trying to do some kind of Chippendales Treehouse gift shop, which is a two-story. Are you inventing it? No, there is. Is this your make up You got you got choose your choose your make up very carefully here. Can I can I just take out the Briar Patch and put in Chippendales Treehouse from Toontown? Just one for one. Wasn't really an attraction. It was kind of just a... Yeah, I think so. Okay, then I'm just taking out the Briar Patch. You got the, you got the Fluid Factory uh, ball pit in there, too? Uh, I feel like I'd be really pushing it there. There's room for it. There's room there's for room it for back it. where people change their clothes after they get off Splash Mountain in that little nook there to the left. Yeah. There's room I'll, for I'll, it. I'll allow it. You allow, I'll allow it? it. So right, you're going to put Chippendale's Treehouse instead of the Briar of, Patch. It is in desperate need of another 
attraction, something to do there. And I think Chippendale works there. Like, I yeah. mean, it's a, the critters is per- perfectly fit there. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I okay. think. Okay. Right. But Pooh's corner statement. So you're done with that. Uh, there's a photo center in the middle there that you can take pictures with Pooh there. I think we're all that doesn't really count. So we're keeping keeping that, I guess. The yeah. Left, I mean, the, yeah. It's a very well themed character meet and greet with honey pots and things like that. I there. would bring the country bearers into that location. Okay. Yeah. I think I would swap out Pooh and his friends. I think I would rotate, not swap out. I rotate Pooh and his friends, uh, Country Bears, and for right now, uh, Splash Mountain, Bear Bear, Bear Fox, and uh, Bear Rabbit. Yeah. Across, uh, so now you're at the very back end of Critter Country, and you're starting to head back towards New Orleans Square. Yep. And you pass the uh, photo, the photo booth for uh, where you could purchase photos, frames. Owls photos. Owls photos, all sorts of Splash Mountain stuff. I think you used to be able to buy ponchos there. I don't know if you can now. I think you're right. Um, and I don't know. Again, I wanted to trade it out because I took, I don't know, I wanted to trade it out for an eatery. It's a small one, though. It's a, just a walk-up. It's the same size. They fit perfectly into one each an other. eatery. Kind of, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to put there? I want to take uh, Rackety Raccoon's Saloon from Tokyo Disney and put it in there, which is a walk-up drink thing that has like, you know, kind of- I'm it, loving this. It has the like- Look who did his homework. Yeah, it has like the kind of bubble tea things. It has the nitrogen drinks that have the nitrogen balls in and like dragon's breath. Okay. Uh, and then they have something there called a, a, a tortilla, tortilla hot dog and a tortilla cheese hot dog. And I don't know what that is, but you can I'm now assuming get Assuming it's the, a hot dog and a tortilla. <laughs> you can now get that at Rackety Raccoons from Tokyo Disney, which is taking the spot of the owls thing, which is not really used anymore. I like that. That's it's a good idea. Fun. And it's cute. The buildings look kind of the same. Yeah, the raccoon looks like a panda, but I, that's good. It's I great. like your critter country. I like how you're really leaning into the critter aspect of it. I'm trying to follow. Like so uh, if, if you're done there, you're going to head up and you're going to hit the e-ticket, uh, the entrance to Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. One of my favorite entrance designs. Oh my gosh! Of, right, yes. that you almost never see because you actually get in line for Splash Mountain back towards the haunted mansion. Yep. Then you weave around, and then you never, you never. If you're riding Splash Mountain, you never come into the main causeway of of Critter Country, and then look at the actual entrance to the ride, the signed entrance with the Splash Mountain sign. And I really like it. It's you know, it's, it's like a tree and a, like a yeah. lumber mill looking kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I really dig that entrance. Uh, so Me what are you too. doing with Splash Mountain? The e ticket. Uh, Splash Mountain, I am leaving it. Oh, wow. I'm leaving it where it is, and I'm keeping it uh, in the original state. Uh, you know, there's obviously it's going to get rethemed for uh, Tiana and yeah. uh, and Princess and the Frog. I'm keeping it in Critter Country. Uh, Splash Mountain will be annexed into New Orleans Square when that happens. Uh, I'm going to keep uh, Splash Mountain in in Critter Country, and I'm going to keep it with uh, with the Song of the South characters. Again, uh, I sort of am doing a Bear Country theme, and Bear Bear is obviously uh, predominantly featured within that uh, yeah. that attraction. So I'm going to keep Splash Mountain where it is. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine pulling that out and replacing it with anything else. Uh, which will lead me to my bonus make them okay. up in a little bit, yeah, but we'll I'm get, curious to hear what you have we'll to say. Get, we'll get ready to imagine it because I, I am, will. Uh, I am getting, I'm keeping Splash Mountain, the yes. ride, uh, but I'm retheming it and redoing it a little bit. This is my, my bonus make them up your where bonus I kind of do what I want within theme. Yep. And maybe you like this, maybe you won't, but I'm turning Splash Mountain into the Country Bears River Road Trip. Oh my goodness. And here's what happens. See, the Country Bears are are they want to have a reunion tour down the river, yep, yep. and so they all they all intend as you're going through the queue, they're all getting their instruments together, they're getting ready, yep. they're all together, not in like a Muppets movie. But when you get on the ride, when you get on the ride, somehow they got 
separated. And so this is a dueling flume, log flume ride. Never been done before. Competing log boats. They start out together. And as you go down the ride, you crisscross. You almost hook up for the thing. And in that big show building where now they have the stork singing on the the boat down there, that is the big reunion tour. You actually go through a little bit of the Country Bear Jamboree at the end of Splash Mountain, dueling log flume, Country Bears River. Disney, this is not a terrible idea. Call me. We'll make it happen. I love this idea. Yeah. I love this idea. Do you want to know why I love this idea? Tell me. Because let me tell you my bonus make Oh, he'll tear it. My bonus make up is Grizzly River Rapids. Oh, right. Featuring the Country Bears. Totally, yeah, and, exactly. And so it is, uh, it is, uh, it's National Lampoon's Vacation. No, yep, here's, here's the, exactly. here it is, right? There was an overlay for Country Bears where it was the summer vacation overlay. Never saw it. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Weird Al, uh, not Weird Al, <laughs> Big Al. Okay. Weird Al might have been in it too. <laughs> I don't remember it too clearly. Right. Big Al is serenading an octopus uh, at one point. Love They're that. at the beach, yeah, so yeah. it's it's a, it's the country bears go to the beach, and so this is uh, this is the country bear jamboree, and they are uh, on a road trip to the redwoods and Yosemite. Oh, love right? it! Yeah, and so this is their river adventure. Uh, through the through Yosemite, um, through uh, Grizzly River Rapids, right? Yeah. You sort of have the same uh, Grizzly Peak. Yep. And it's so it's National Lampoon's uh, vacation meets Country Bears meets Splash Mountain on a Rapids ride, uh, and so it is a full Rapids ride with full audio animatronics throughout the whole thing. An adventure of watching the it. Country Bears go uh, through a uh, national or uh, state forest uh, experience. Ah, I love that experience. Yeah. Super yeah. close, and I love it. We're gonna have to rename Critter Country though to Soggy Critter Country. Soggy Critter in, Country in your version because you got two water two, plays two, plus, plus the canoes. That's right. It's like three water rides, so I might as well. I'm selling ponchos, baby. That's you what are. I'm doing. Yep, ponchos diapers, and uh, ponchos, diapers, ponchos, uh, and sham wows, sham wows, yep. and some kind of cream for desiccant or something. Yeah, like I'm gonna that. lots of desiccant. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. If uh, you want to get yeah. if you want to get drenched, you go to Critter Country. Yep. Yeah, I love the fact that both both of ours ended with a uh, Country Bears re-theme. I know. I really feel like this I need that. This is like the that. second time we've done this. I know. I really make, feel like I need the Country Bears on a road trip. That's, yes, that's fun. That's silly. That gets. That's just full of hijinks. It's not. I just. I feel like we need that. It'd be, I, it'd be super fun. I love this. Obviously, I love this idea because we both came up with yeah. it. Yeah, that's kind of the end of Critter Country. There, you'll pass a hat store as you leave on your right as you pass the Fast Pass station. We didn't do anything with the hat store, so you still buy hats there. And you, you can buy, buy as many hats as you want. Yeah, you can buy honey, honey, honey chicken logo hats. There's a chicken McNugget hat. Have you tried uh, honey on chicken? Yeah, honey's really great. Have you tried yeah. honey on chicken? It's great. Yeah, you can buy that merchandise there, uh, and then you head out into New. Orleans Square, or you make a left and head to Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. That do you think, it. just out of curiosity, yeah. do you think, uh, your point, Critter Country at this point needs a, uh, a reboot because of Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, I feel like it's getting, if if you're serious about Splash Mountain when it goes Tiana going to New Orleans Square, yeah. it, has Country, to. Cr- it has to. It does. Critter Country's got nothing, unless they really play up the frog part of that movie. Yeah. It's got, no, like, Critter Country has nothing. It's been gutted. It, it's not a very, you know, it's a couple hundred feet of asphalt. Right. It doesn't go anywhere. And so I feel like they need to, whatever's behind that gate at the end there, I don't know if that's where the circle, our ranch where they keep the horses is, but. Uh, not anymore. Yeah, we need that's, to. We, uh, that's all been moved off site because of yeah. Galaxy's Edge. We need to push. We need to push into the parking structure there and give Critter Country some room to breathe. It yeah. feels like it's being suffocated by Splash Mountain and Star Wars. Don't suffocate. Not unlike don't, the don't Gungan when the Clankers attacked during the Trade Federation dispute. Like those Gungan are getting, they're getting 
getting pushed. What happens to one happens to the other. What you have to understand is Critter Criti- Criti- Country forms a symbiotic relationship with oh. Disneyland. With, what with happens the, to with one the happens. Naboo? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a Naboo. Yeah. They should put a, dude, next to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, they should totally put a Naboo water ride that's underneath the Mark Twain. Yes. That goes underneath the Mark Twain. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, they already have the real estate for it. They don't have to expand. They just go down deeper. They put a Naboo, a gung, a, what do they call those? A bongo? A bongo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Misa, Misa get a bongo. That's a uh, bongo. And like, wait, you were in the Jedi Academy. You studied all this stuff. You don't know what a bongo is? Nope, never heard of it before. I must have skipped that day. Is it a boat? And then I'm sorry, uh, Prince Amidala, she's of some sort of, you know, political representation of of the, the planet. Of the Naboo. Of the Naboo. Yeah. Which is weird, because the planet is called Naboo. Yeah. The humans are called Naboo. Yeah. But then there are the Gungans. Right, so she's... So she's like automatically second class citizens. Exactly. They don't, they don't, yeah, they're not called like under, under Naboos. Under Naboos. Under Booze. Under <laughs> Not unlike under Ruse. Yeah. But Amadala meets Jar Jar Binks and goes, you're a Gungan, aren't you? It's like, you're telling me at your elementary school? <laughs> Wait, you're telling me you've never met these people before? <laughs> never encountered there them? There are two types of people on this planet. <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> And the ones who don't look like you. Exactly. You're you've never met this those never came before? up in any political conversation. You, you did not take some sort of Naboo social studies class? At all? Explained. Anyways, when we get to Galaxy's Edge, my man come up, the Bungo. Uh, Bungo uh, Adventures. Bungo Adventure? With Boss Noss's Bungo Adventures under the Mark Twain. Now, here's my question about this, not okay. to get too far ahead into mix-up map, Galaxy's Edge edition. But, uh, of course, the Bungo uh, served a very important purpose, which, which was to take... Uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh, through the center of the planet. The planet core, yeah. The molten, the planet core. Yeah. So now would the Bongo Adventure take you to the entrance of Disneyland? Or DCA. Like, or DCA. Really, yeah. It comes up it in Grizzly River. Grizzly River. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We now we're technology. talking. We technology. Awesome. What a fun episode. Oh, boy, it has been a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, lots of, just lots of fun. It made me kind of like Critter Country more. To be honest with you, talking about it made me like it more. I Do, do you think we should do a Back of the Vault on Country Bears? Do you think we should that subject movie? ourselves to that? Yeah. I kind of do. I think we I haven't do seen it. it. I, I haven't seen, seen it before. I feel either. like, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. That's our commitment to you, Bantha Tears. You're going to love it. Don't watch it. Wait for us. Yeah. Well, well that'll, that'll be coming up on Is it on soon. Disney Plus? Yeah, we're going to watch The Country Bears. Okay. Let's do it. But not next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So excited. So if you want to you wanna get in on the discussion with us, you should be watching Indy Rewatch this Indy. week. Yeah. Well, what? You just do that Rewatch every it. week. Like that, yeah, that's just a weekly thing. Like exactly. You just call it Sunday night. I was going to say, is it Thursday? Yeah. It's time for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. What else you got? We I heard got, we had an email. We've got an email. Yay. So it's time for our emails theme. Oh, how does that go? Uh, it's like a crazy death metal uh, thing. <laughs> oh, and then it just goes email or something. Emails. Oh, right on. It's hilarious, by the way. Okay. I listen to it over and over again. <laughs> emails. We got an email from Lewis in Kennesaw, Georgia. I think it's how you pronounce it. Kennesaw. Yeah. Kennesaw. Kennesaw, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he writes, hey, guys. I just finished listening to your episode about weird Star Wars promotional products. Yeah. That was a couple episodes back. I really think that you and the listeners are missing out on this crazy Mandalorian product that I received for Christmas. What is it? Tell me. It is a Mandalorian boppet. Yes. What's a boppet? You know, the, 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 the well, the same boppet that, uh, you know, boppet. No. no, what is that? It's like a hand puzzle game. It's like, uh, like, it's like ask Simon. you questions or whatever. No, oh, like yeah, Simon. yeah. It's like yeah. Simon. Bop it. Yeah. And you hit, you hit Bob and it goes, Bop it, and you hit it, and it goes, 
pull it and you pull a little thing and then it says twist it and you twist another little thing and then it goes faster and faster and faster. Yeah. You try to keep up with right. it. Right. It was the fidget version. It was Simon Fidget. Sure. Okay. I know, I never had one of these. I, I can remember seeing them in a Target though, so I'm I'm going to get you a bop it. All right. You're going to love it. Anyways, it's a Mandalorian bop it. Yes, the same bop it, except it's shaped like the child, a.k.a. Grogu. That's not even the best part. The game is narrated by Din Djarin himself, mm. Pedro Pascal, uh, the Mandalorian, in a peculiar sensual voice for oh, a child's toy. Pull it. I've included <laughs> yeah. a link so that you can check it out. Right on. Uh, thanks, guys. Lewis from Kennesaw, Georgia. Kennesaw, excuse me. I pronounced it yeah. wrong again. Um, I'm going to play this uh, Bop It video for you right now so you can laugh along. High score, 79. Yep, you're right. You that should have been on. We messed up. That we is... appreciate our listeners correcting us when we were wrong, and that was wrong to not be included. That uh, is weird. Thank Lu- you for sending that in. <laughs> yeah, Lewis, thank you so much for sending that in. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, you can do so. Podcast at bobsesandbanthas.com. We will love reading it on the show. Yeah. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. This has been Bob. This has been Bob it. Bob it. Bob it. This has been Bob it. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. This has been Bobsons and Banthas. We love making the show, and we sure hope you love listening to it. Uh, we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also now we're on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday and Thursday at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time and on Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to this show right there along with other pod friends and lots of great Disney music. Please be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, and we would love it if you left us a review there as well. We like to know what you think of the show, that, and it really helps others find out about 80th it. The 80th review spot is open. If you want to be the 80th person to review this, you can do that That'd right now. That would be awesome. You'd be the 80th reviewer. Oh, think about how much fun that would be. Oh, to go to know that you left the 80th. You tipped, you tipped it, and we felt good about it. And the 78th five-star review at that point. Yeah, exactly. I'd love a five-star review. I would love more than that. I would love a written written review about those, what you like about the show yeah and whether really or not you make think others week. should think is should uh should listen to the show yeah they really do make the make it fun i don't know for somebody makes it i fun do for like us. to read the reviews so sometimes i'm having a bad day and i just go read a review and i'm like all right i'm doing something adequately i like that people enjoy our show yeah it makes me very happy i aim for adequacy i know you do yeah i aim for viscosity yay yeah i love something that's viscous my honey have you ever tried honey before on a chicken? <laughs> it's pretty delicious. It's really good. I, it's pretty good. I, I haven't done that, but I really like putting honey in my uh, peanut butter and banana Are you sandwiches. serious? Yeah. Have you tried that? <laughs> you totally should. I, totally, I should. totally will. Yeah. Please leave us a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the nicest thing that you could do. <laughs> It'd be really nice. And it just shows your support for the show. We really, really would appreciate it with some good feedback. You can visit us at bobsandbanthas.com. You can email us, like I said before, pop, 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 pop. Ramalimadingdong.com. Moon Night! It's a TV show that's coming to Moon! Okay, keep going. You can support us, patreon.com forward slash Bob's and Banthas. This week we talk about nerfing 
Oh, yeah. What that's like and shooting people in the eyes. Don't do it. Wear goggles. You can wear <laughs> us, tpublic.com, and you can join the Bantha Tears for more fun on Instagram. We're at Bob Says and Banthas. Until next week, he's been Aaron. Twist it. And I've been Scott. Bop it. Bop it. Bop it. And this has been Bob Sleds and Banthas. We'll see you next week. I like when we say we'll see you next week at the same time. Ready? Okay. That was it. We'll see- I thought we were going to do it. <laughs> nah, we didn't. We failed. Three, two, one. Twist we'll it. see you next. <laughs> we are out of sync. Can't all be Joan Jet. And until, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see ya next week. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound, yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.